All right, uh, my name is AB. This is That Wrestling Pod, uh, the first ever episode. So thank you if you're taking the time to, to check me out. I'm a complete unknown, but uh, this is something that I've wanted to do for a long time, and uh, I'm really excited to, to finally get this going. Um, I, I know that there are a lot of wrestling podcasts out there. Um, I listen to quite a, a bit myself. Um, I, I'd like to think that I'm going to be a little bit different. You know, I don't have the luxury of bringing guests on and interviewing them. Um, and, I, and I'm not Bruce Pritchard or Eric Bischoff with this uh, entire history that I can retell. Um, I'm just a guy. I'm just a fan uh, that loves professional wrestling and, and really wants to just put my... Uh, perspective on the business and uh, what I think of the shows you know I know a lot of people are really negative about uh, professional wrestling nowadays or at least what they see on Mondays and Tuesdays but uh, I think that I'm a little bit more optimistic uh, not to say that there aren't things I see and, and question and wonder why they did this but I guess I come at it with a little bit of an understanding of uh, my almost 20 years of watching wrestling uh, and WWE specifically, and uh, you know, I, I, I try to I try to let things play out a bit before I before I jump all over it and give a knee-jerk reaction. Not to say that I don't do that often, <laughs> but uh, again, thank you for checking this out, and uh, let's, let's just dive in. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about myself and my experience in watching professional wrestling. Uh, like I said, uh, almost 20 years. I started in the summer of 2000. I was seven years old hanging out with my mom one Thursday night, flipping through the channels, and we landed on UPN and uh, saw Thursday Night Smackdown. Uh, Vince McMahon and The Undertaker were in the ring, and I don't remember much from that episode, but I don't think I missed a Smackdown uh, from then on. I, I was pretty much hooked right from the get-go. Um, I think I watched every single Smackdown up until probably 2006 or seven. Um but yeah, I, I, I was hooked, and wrestling was a, about as big a part of my childhood as anything. Uh, it was an escape. It was a way for me to kind of, you know, escape from bullies, or, you know, if I felt like I was sad or lonely, or, or if I didn't have as many friends as I wanted. Uh, you know, I had wrestling, and I could come home from school, and I could, I could watch wrestling tapes, or I could watch... Smackdown, or I could play my video games, or I could play with my action figures, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was the biggest part of my childhood that's that's carried on into my adult life, and uh, you know I remember somewhere around 2005 when my mom and I got the internet for the first time, and the first thing I looked up was wrestling, and that was when I was exposed to uh, to <laughs> the internet, obviously, and the and uh, there's a big difference. I feel like there's a uh, an AD and BC of, you know, before you found the internet and after you found the internet and the way that you look at it, you know, I was always a guy that I cheered all the baby faces and I booed all the heels and ever, you couldn't tell me that anything was bad and I always accepted whatever they gave me and the second I found the internet, I was, you, you just, like everyone else, we start to question whatever we see and, and, uh, you know, then all of a sudden the heels are cool and you feel like you're kind of in the know and you're starting to throw terms around like gimmick and heel and pop and baby face and stuff like that and that was what I did um, I instantly as a 12 or 13 year old kid thought that I knew everything because I found the internet and uh, it wasn't if, until a few years later that I hopped on YouTube kind of around the 0708 time when a lot of people were, were putting their shoot videos out I don't know if there's any listeners out there that were on YouTube at that time but Guys like uh, RVD Tito for Life and Truth Slayer and Moral Virus and guys like that. And I remember just watching all of these shoot videos from probably 20 different guys <laughs> every every week. And they would just bash everything they saw on WWE. And I just kind of I kind of bought into everything that they were saying. And uh, I kind of let them form my opinion for me, just like a lot of people do on the Internet. I like to think over the years I've finally gotten away from that and I'm, I'm capable of of doing saying my own my own piece and 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 all of that which is you know why I'm doing this I feel like this is a good outlet for me to to share what I think and you know who, if no one cares no one cares at least it's a it's a way for me to get my thoughts and my opinions out there um, 
you know, around that time, actually, uh, when I was on YouTube, I, if anybody out there remembers or knows or anything like that, I, uh, I was in a, uh, music video, kind of tribute video, desire, whatever you want to call them, group called G-Force Productions, and it was, uh, me and a couple of buddies, and we would make, uh, music videos for professional wrestlers, guys like, I did, I don't know how many videos for Edge, and I did some for Orton, and CM Punk, and uh, there's a few of them still out there on YouTube, if you look me up, Instant Classic ATB, I think I have uh, one for Randy Orton, I got one for Chris Sabin, AJ Styles, CM Punk, uh, they, don't, they don't quite hold up very well, but it was kind of my contribution to the internet for a while there, I did it for about two years, and I got kind of burnt out on it, but uh, it was a fun time for me, and and uh, I look back on that fondly. Uh, I also used to have a blog, actually, on uh, eWrestlingNews.com. Um, I don't remember what, I think I was rated ATB was my, my username. Um, and I did that for a while, and again, kind of got burnt out on it. And I feel like I uh, have these little ways of contributing to professional wrestling as a fan uh, that didn't quite pan out, but uh, something tells me that this is going to be my uh, my thing, and uh, if you're out there and you're listening, and, and if you downloaded, or if you told someone about this, you know, thank you for giving me a chance and uh, letting me letting me uh, try something out that I've wanted to do for a long time, and if no one listens, oh well, this is, this is still hopefully going to be fun. Um, you know, enough about you know, about me. Um, I do kind of want to jump into this weekend. Uh, as I'm recording this, a little bit after 11 in the morning, uh, Saturday, we have NXT TakeOver Phoenix tonight and uh, Royal Rumble 2019 tomorrow night. Uh, both cards are, are incredible. Um, and NXT always is. Uh, this one specifically looks pretty solid. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, big fan of, you know, the five-match card. You know, everything's going to get a little bit of chance to breathe and some stories are going to get to be told and you know the guys and girls in NXT they just they just deliver every single time so uh, just going down quick predictions for it um, starting off I think they have Cassius Ono and uh, Matt Riddle I've been a big fan of, of Cassius Ono for for a long time uh, he was one of the first indie guys quote unquote that I uh, ever really heard of and you know, heard of his matches with Punk. Um, I heard of, you know, what he was doing in Ring of Honor and over in Japan. And, uh, you know, always kind of followed his career a little bit. And uh, was happy to see him come back to WWE a couple years ago. And I think he and Matt Riddle are going to have uh, one hell of a match. Now that they'll uh, hopefully have some time, more than 30 seconds. Um, hopefully they get about, you know, 15 to go out there and tell a story and, and uh, you know, kick some ass. Uh, big fan of Matt Riddle. I think he's gonna be. Uh, I think he's gonna be a special dude, man. He's got that kind of RVD vibe to him, and uh, you know, hell of a hell of a great guy in the ring, and super charismatic. And you know, I think these two, if they give them about ten or fifteen minutes to go out there and, and strike each other and hit each other, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a damn good, damn good contest. Um, I I think that afterwards you'll see uh, you'll see Riddle move on. What he does afterwards, who knows. Um, Maybe he goes off, does the North American title thing. Maybe he starts a feud with. Uh, I'd like to see him and Adam Cole mix it up, or you know, maybe they, maybe they shoot him right up to the world title picture. Who knows, man? Um, but you know, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be a, a damn good dude, man. I'm I'm excited for that. Um, moving on to the tag title match, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Roddy, Roderick Strong, and the War Raiders. Man, this is gonna be. This is going to be fun. I'm, I think this is the match I'm most looking forward to on the card itself. Um, you know, I think you're going to get Roddy and, and O'Reilly out there bumping around. They're going to strike. They're going to they're going to they're going to do their thing. And War Raiders are going to come up with some creative, unique offense. And man, I, I I hope this is what starts to show off. I hope that they let those guys go out there and give them 20, 30 minutes, set the tone for the show. And and uh, man, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know, you look at NXT's tag team division. And it just, it just has always delivered over the last five years, and you just can't help but look forward to every single time those guys have a match. Any of the tag teams, whether it's these teams, whether it's 
Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch, or, or, you know, whether it was Mustache Mountain, or, you know, back in the day with DIY, Revival, whoever, you know, whoever it is, you can always count on a, an NXT tag team match to, to deliver, and uh, really hope that at some point that can bleed on to the main roster, because it's something that I definitely uh, appreciate is tag team wrestling. I know a lot of people out there are big fans of it, and it seems like NXT does it so well, and for whatever reason, you know, doesn't doesn't translate in the main roster, whether that's just a Vince thing or whatever. Um, but I expect this match to be a hell of a damn good contest, and and uh, you know, I'm I'm really big on the War Raiders. I'm really big on uh, O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. Um, hoping hoping that uh, that uh, Undisputed Era retains. However, that happens, I don't know. I'm sure we'll see some outside shenanigans from uh, Fish and Adam Cole, who I'm disappointed doesn't have a match. But uh, you know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. No, but yeah, I look to see. I, I hope that uh, um, that undisputed era retains, and uh, we'll see what they can do. Or maybe, maybe, maybe they drop the belts. Maybe they do drop the belts, and uh, War, Ra- War Raiders get a run with it, and uh, maybe undisputed undisputed era moves on to something else. That's. I'm hoping that if if there's any NXT call ups this year that go up to Raw or SmackDown, um, and I'd love to see undisputed era up there on the main roster, mixing it up with. Uh, with all the talent they have up there, but uh, you know, looking for undisputed era to retain. Um, moving up to the uh, the women's match, Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair. I think I'm looking forward to this one more than I've looked forward to any uh, women's contest in NXT for quite a while. Actually, you know, I'm really big on Shayna Baszler. Bianca's super fun, uh, super different. You know, she's got the power, the speed, the high flying. You know, she could really do it all. So, um, looking forward to this quite a bit. I think uh, I think we'll see Bianca get that first L um, again. Hopefully, hopefully that you know there's not too many shenanigan finishes. But I think uh, getting Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir involved is a really good way to to protect Belair and, and help her get that first L out of the way. You know, not a lot of people, including myself, are big fans of undefeated streaks in professional wrestling. Um, definitely don't think that. You know, it, it's, it, I don't think it's a good thing. I don't think that having an undefeated streak is, is conducive to someone that you really care about. And, uh, and I think that having her get that loss uh, adds another layer to her a little bit. And uh, I, think that she'll, uh, I think that she'll be fine as long as they give a little bit of a schmaz there at the end. And I, uh, I hope that they have a little bit of a program. I wouldn't mind seeing them keep going uh, all the way through to take over New York when uh, during WrestleMania weekend, I think that I think they can keep this feud going. Um, so I, I definitely think Baszler retains, and they get that they get that first loss for Belair out of the way. But uh, you know, I look for it to be a damn good show, uh, contest. I think it's gonna be a good match. Um, I think that you're gonna have two kind of clashing styles a little bit, but I think that they'll work well together. Uh, Baszler more of a mat based striking submission, you know, the submission magician. I love that. I love that nickname. Um, Mixed up with again Belair, she's so strong. She has all those power moves, but she can also hit. You know, she can also hit those high flying attacks. And you know, when she gets that, when she gets that hair involved, man, it's it's so unique. It's different. It's something that we really haven't seen before. So um, I think this is going to be a really, really good match. And I I hope that they also get yeah like fifteen twenty minutes. Um, shouldn't be too difficult. You know, being a five five match card. Um, the other match that I'm really, really looking forward to, um, Gargano and Ricochet uh, for the North American Championship. Uh, I mean, Gargano, what what can't you say about this guy? I mean, he is Mr. Takeover. Uh, just every single time he gets out there, no matter who he's with, whether it's Andrade, whether it's Champa, whether it's Black, whether you know, whoever it is, in a tag match, in a singles, in a specialty match, in a straight up wrestling match, I mean he, he just delivers, and uh, I really am loving heel Gargano. Um, I didn't think I would, kind of like Sammy. I always kind of felt like he was the, the baby face of baby faces. How could you hate him? He just he, he's just so good at what he does, and he's just so easy to get that sympathy. But uh, he's pulling the heel off phenomenally, phenomenally. And uh, I think he and Ricochet, I think they're going to go out there and they are going to have one incredible match. Um, I think Ricochet is going to retain. 
as he should. Although I do like the idea of uh, Johnny winning and kind of having a little bit of a face to face, maybe at the end of the show with the Champa, um, and I'll get to that a little bit later. But I th- I think Ricochet is gonna win. Um, would not at all be upset if they gave it to Johnny. I think he deserves it. I really do. Um, not that he needs it, but I think he definitely deserves a title, and uh, I would be really interested in a uh, potential, uh, maybe a champion versus champion match at uh, TakeOver New York. I think that could be, I think that could be super interesting. But, uh, you know, other than that, I think the only other match that is left is a five-match card, so... um, Black and Champa. Um, one of the things I love about NXT is how important that world title feels. And uh, I don't think that anybody has done a better job at making that title feel important than Tommaso Champa. And uh, Black has played the part of missing being champion and wanting to get it back and doing whatever he has to do to get it back so well. And, uh, you know, I just, I just actually finished watching this week's uh, uh, weekly NXT episode and the little promo that they had um, kind of building towards this match and, and displaying the importance of the title, something that is kind of lacking on the main roster. Um, it, just, it just makes you just excited to watch this match. And I don't think anybody's expecting anything other than a great main event. These are two, in my opinion, bona fide stars. Um, I think Black is the most unique guy that they have right now. Uh, I think that you know, if they if they switched him right up to the main event or to the to the main roster tomorrow, I mean he'd fit in seamlessly and he'd be ready to rock and roll. Same with same with Champa really, but um, I I do think Champa retains. Um, I think it's going to be a damn good match. I think they're going to beat the hell out of each other. Um, and I, I really am looking forward to it. I, uh, I, I, again, Champa retains, and kind of like I alluded to a few minutes ago, you know, if Johnny, if Johnny can uh, can win that North American title, and maybe they have a little bit of a stare down at the end of the show. They've been teasing a reunion for DIY. Um, you know, maybe 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 it doesn't end in a DIY reunion. Maybe it ends in a one last match. Uh, a champion versus champion kind of thing where, uh, you know, the main event of TakeOver New York or Brooklyn, whatever it's going to be, um, I, you know, champion versus champion, I think that could be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, kind of a good way to, to kind of put a cap on that feud in NXT. Um, you, know, if that's, you know, that's probably not where they're going to go with it. I think uh, if they do have a DIY reunion, um, you know, Mazel Tov, I would love that. Uh, they they were one of my favorite tag teams a couple years ago. So, um, and I think that'd be a really good way to kind of move them up to the main roster. And then you can do kind of like Sammy and Owens, have them you know be this tag team, and then and then down the road, Champa turns on Gargano again, and and they feud they feud all over again on the main roster, and you can get a a Mania or a SummerSlam match out of it. So, uh, there's a lot that they can do with that, and. Uh, I, I just whatever they do, I'm super intrigued by it, and I you know I watch those guys wrestle each other all day, all night. So, um, but yeah, looks to be a, a solid show. I don't know if we'll get any surprises as far as teases towards any future NXT guys. You know, usually they'll have someone in the crowd. Um, I don't think we'll have anything like that. You know, maybe maybe you'll see a Sanjay Dutt appearance if the rumors are true and he's heading WWE's way. Uh, that would be pretty cool. I don't know if he's going to be a, a wrestler or anything. Uh, I think he's probably going to be more of a backstage guy from what um, the reports that I've seen. Um, and, I, and I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll see a tease for, for somebody. Uh, maybe a uh, – who knows? You know, who knows? Uh, they're, they're usually good about doing that. And uh, whatever it is, man, it's going to be a good show. Uh, these takeovers are just incredible, you know. I think it's no secret it's – pretty well documented about why they're so good and that's the fact that you know they're just so stripped down as compared to uh wwe pay-per-view you know the the set is impressive but it's not overdone 
uh, it's a more intimate feel, lighting's different, uh, and you're only getting five or six matches on these pay-per-views, you know, or whatever you want to call them, you know, special events, whatever you want to call them. And, and they're all given time to breathe, and they're all given time to tell a story, and, uh, you know, kind of like I alluded to with uh, the NXT World Championship, you know, their titles feel special, you know, they feel important, you know, the tag division feels important, the women's division feels important, you know, the North American title, I don't feel like there's that much of a drop-off from the North American title to the NXT World title, and uh, obviously there is, you know, obviously it's, you know, it's the, the NXT World title is what you want, and ultimately that's, you know, what everybody wants to get, and you feel like once you've won that, you're, you're main roster bound, um, but they, there's just this an established hierarchy, I feel like, and everything feels important and everything feels special over there. And, uh, you know, you watch that weekly show and you're not going to see everybody every week. You know, you might see a promo, you know, kind of like I said this week I watched and they had the Bobby Fish Velveteen Dream match. Um, and you got an Adam Cole promo and an appearance, but he didn't wrestle. And he feels a lot more important when you don't see you know, a dream wrestle every week or a champa wrestle every week or a black wrestle every week. You see, you know, you're you're seeing everybody every so often and it, it just it feels so much more important when you finally get to these takeovers. There's so few and far between. You're getting four or five a year at this point and there's so much time between them and by the time you get to them, man, you're just hyped. You're excited to watch. Like, I cannot wait to watch all of these matches tonight, you know, and, and uh, NXT just it just feels so special and I wish that they could find a way to bring that up to the main roster. You know, I I know that, you know, we're not gonna get, you know, five or six special events a year from the main roster. You know, you're gonna get at least a pay per view a month and uh, you know, with you're you're not gonna get a one hour raw, you know, and and, and it shouldn't be that short, you know. As deep as that main roster is and as many talent as many superstars as there are and you know, you're already at a point where you're not seeing everybody all the time, you know, you, I can't, how, how many weeks has it been since we've seen Gallows and Anderson on SmackDown, you know, and it's, you're just not going to get it the way that NXT is, but I hope that they can take elements of NXT and bring that over to Raw and SmackDown and, and, and really improve the quality of those shows. Not that SmackDown needs it. I think SmackDown is more consistently the stronger episode between it and Raw, and, uh, and, and in my opinion, Raw has been strong uh, pretty much ever since they had the whole shake-up about a month ago, I guess right before Christmas, um, you know, has been perfect, but it's been strong, and it's been, it's, it's, been a, it's been a breath of fresh air, honestly, you're seeing more matches with stakes, you know, we're, we're seeing the revival, they're bringing guys back like Hawkins and Ryder, uh, they got the belt on Lashley. He's had some improvement, I feel, in his direction. You know, he's not just going out and bending over. You know, you're actually seeing him, you know, pushed and used. Same with Finn, uh, getting getting wins and not not just walking out smiling and having a random match. Um, you're actually seeing guys use guys and girls. Guy, I'm, you know, I'm ecstatic to see Sasha uh, back in the mix. You know, her and Bailey have. I mean, if I had to watch them wrestle the Riot Squad again, I don't know what I was going to do, man. You know, and, and I'm a fan of all of those talents, but it, Raw just gets so formulaic and, and consistent and uh, not consistent in a good way. Um, but I do find things on the shows that I enjoy, and I do think that you're guaranteed at least one good match. And... Uh, you know, I, like I said, SmackDown. SmackDown is a good show. SmackDown is a deep show as far as talent goes. I mean, they're deep everywhere. The world title picture, the U.S. title picture, the tag title picture, the women's title picture. I mean, they're deep everywhere. And you're getting good matches with, with Andrade every week. Uh, you're getting Mustafa mixed in there. Um, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a quality show. You know, it's a, it's a quality show. I think, I think it could be a little bit better. Um, and I, I would like to see talent like, you know, the Iconics use more. I'd like to see Gallows and Anderson use more. I'd like to see uh, in, uh, Insanity. I'd like to see Sanity use more. Um, but, you know, as far as, as far as the product that we get every week from SmackDown, um, 
it's pretty good. Same with Raw. I think I think we're a little bit too hard on Raw. I think that if Raw was two hours, I think we I think we'd be a lot happier with it. You know, three hours is a chore. Is an absolute chore to get through. But uh, you know, I'm excited for what we have coming up tomorrow night on the Rumble. Nine matches, quite a bit. Six hours is a long show, um, but you know every match looks good. You know every match looks like it's going to be solid. And uh, I think what I want to do is uh, kind of different from the, uh, the the NXT kind of breakdown and predictions that I gave. I want to give uh, what I think will happen versus what uh, what I would like to see happen. Um, so kind of breaking it down, we'll start off with that cruiserweight championship match. Uh, Buddy Murphy, Hideo Itami, um, Akira Tozawa, and uh, Kalisto uh, should be a should be a fun match, right? Give them 10, 15 minutes to go out there and uh, fly around a bit, have some fun. I think uh, what I think will happen. I think Buddy will. Uh, I think he'll retain, uh, rightfully so. I'm. I mean, who doesn't like Buddy Murphy? Um, I do wish that he would be on. Raw or SmackDown, I do wish that they would kind of slowly integrate the Cruiserweight Championship back into the main roster shows and not just do 205 Live. Um, I, I, I do like 205 Live, and I think that, you know, I don't watch it every week, but when I do, you're guaranteed at least one good match, and uh, I think it's done a really good job at finally getting those Cruiserweight guys going and getting some eyes on them and you know, as opposed to how it was a couple of years ago when they first came in, and I mean, you were hearing crickets every single time, no matter who was out there. Um, now, nowadays, it seems like I think I think we're ready for that. I think we're ready to kind of see a Buddy Murphy go on a Raw, and I think that that would only help Raw having having him on there and having a, having a solid match. You know, maybe not every week, have him do it every other week or once a month, have him go on there and defend the cruiserweight title. Um, I mean, that would only be good for him and the show, right? So I think Buddy Murphy will retain. I'd love to see Hideo Itami finally get a little bit of a run with something and some direction because, man, he is he is incredible. You know, we all know how great he is from NXT. A lot of people probably know um, from Pro S. Like Noah, how great he was. I didn't really watch him too often there, match here and there. But, um, I mean, he's a talent that's, I don't want to say being wasted, but uh, they could be. They could do so much more with him. And I don't know if anybody saw. They did a thing for the dot com. Uh, Daniel Bryan had a, a a little backstage promo talking about Hideo Itami. He talked about the ruptured eardrum and how he can't submerge his head underwater, and you know he lost hearing for a while. And he said, if Itami, you know, if he comes up, you know, I'll be looking for him. So hopefully they they can uh, build off of that and give us some more of Hideo Itami, I think, again, if you put him on Raw or SmackDown, kind of like they did with Mustafa Ali or the Lucha House Party, you bring him on, and it just adds another dynamic and another another good element to the show. Um, and I think you give him the Cruiserweight title, and maybe you do that, and he keeps running with, with 205 and has, has badass matches on 205 Live with, like, a Tozawa or a whoever, you know, whoever's on there, Humberto or Gulak, Nice, whatever. Um, and then maybe you can integrate Buddy Murphy onto Raw and see what he can do on the main roster. I say I keep saying main roster. I mean it's the main roster, but you know we don't see those cruiserweights on Raw or SmackDown too often. It's always nice when you do see them. Um, but I think I think I'd like to see Hideo Itami win the cruiserweight title, get a little bit of a rub, um, have him have him go at it with Cedric Alexander or a Kalisto or whoever. You know that 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 cruiserweight division is deep. And I'd like to see Buddy Murphy. I think he deserves it. I think he deserves a, a consistent spot on a Raw or SmackDown every week. Um, after that, I guess, um, you know, they added that United States title match, Rusev, Shinsuke Nakamura. Man, what what has happened to Shinsuke Nakamura? Um, I mean, it's, it's a shame. You know, he came in with all this buzz, and he went and he won the Royal Rumble, and he had that feud with AJ, and... Didn't quite go uh, the way we thought it would. Um, you know, ended up turning heel, which I wasn't opposed to. Um, and I think he's a good heel. Um, but he really did kind of get lost in the shuffle there, even as United States champion. You know, you'd see him every now and then. And he had a few matches with Jeff Hardy and, 
you know, this little feud with Rusev, but he really hasn't done a whole lot. And I would love to see them get him back to, to a point of being on the show every week, being used consistently um, in some kind of a program, you know, not just to throw away forgettable United States title match that, you know, both these guys are, are damn good. You know, I've, I've grown huge on Rusev. You know, when he first came in, I was, I was not impressed at all. And I mean, this dude, you see him, he's just busting his ass every week, and he got so over with the Rusev Day stuff. Happy Rusev Day, by the way, everyone. Um, <laughs> but, you know, if, if they're going to have Shinsuke be heel, why not put him with a mouthpiece? You know, why not give him a manager? If that's the knock on him that he isn't, you know, if he can't talk and he, and he you know, that there's that language barrier, give him someone, you know, give him somebody that can go out there. Like, you know, they gave Bobby Lashley to Leo Rush and that that's worked out fantastic. And, you know, <laughs> they, you know, Brock Lesnar, not the best promo guy. Give him Paul Heyman, the best promo guy in the business. You know, give, give, give Nakamura a, a heater. Give him somebody that can go out there, get some heat on him, talk, get over that language barrier. And I think you do that and it adds another dynamic to his character and uh, you can get him back up into that world title picture. You can have him wrestle. You know, uh, I don't. We've already seen the AJ feud, but you can go in there against uh, you know, Rey Mysterio or, or or whoever. Even this Rusev feud. I mean, the, the, that's that's kind of what I was getting at earlier with you know the importance of the NXT titles and, and what they do with those as opposed to the main roster. The United States title, man, it just doesn't. They just don't do anything with it. And I'm almost at the point where it's like, if you're not going to do anything with it, why have it, you know? Why not put some heat behind the title? Why not put some importance and, and give them a legitimate story? You know, for all the talk that's said about, you know, the Universal Champion not being there every week, the U.S. and the Intercontinental title, if you, if you put some steam and some heat behind those belts, those titles those could potentially main event a pay-per-view, you know? You could see those like like they did with Battleground. And, of course, the crowd shit all over it because, you know, they wanted to steal the show themselves, but I don't see any reason why the United States Championship can't be more important than it is. You know, the fact that it's being relegated to the pre-show um, is, is unfair to both competitors, to be honest with you. Um, but... I think what will happen and what should happen, I think Rusev will retain. Um, I hope that they give those guys 15 minutes or so to go out there and have a good match and, and let them prove why they should should have more time and, and more you know focus on that on that title um, and why they probably should have been on the main show. Um, but I hope it's a good match. I think it will be. I'm a big fan of both guys in the ring, so we'll see what happens. Um, once you get on to the main show, though, Again, another another stacked card. I think I think WWE has done a really good job over the last couple months since Evolution of putting together some really good cards. Uh, TLC went a little long, but I was a big fan of the show. Uh, Survivor Series was slapped together, didn't have a lot of time to build, but again, I thought it was a good show. And Evolution was, in my opinion, the best pay-per-view that WWE put out last year. So um, Royal Rumble looks to be... Um, be able to continue the trend of really good shows that WWE has been putting together, and um, it's a solid card. It's a little, little bit stacked as far as you know, match number of matches. Usually, when you have a Royal Rumble, um, you're getting four matches, including the Rumble, and that was before they had the Women's Rumble. So now you have two Rumble matches, you have two World Title matches, you have two Women's Title matches. And then you also have the uh, the tag team title match, and uh, I think I'm forgetting another one. What else is on there? Um, the two women's matches, the tag match, the universal title match, WWE title match. No, I had it right. Yeah, that's about nine. So, um, seeing a lot of hate on the uh, the tag team title match, people wanting you know someone else in there other than Shane and Miz, but. I've I've been a fan of the, the story they've been telling over the last couple weeks, and uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't honestly be upset if if they uh, if if they won the titles here. Um, 
And, you know, who knows what happens then. Maybe Miz turns back heel and they have a match with Shane, or he has a match with Shane at Mania, or maybe Shane turns heel and, uh, you know, they've got to overcome that. You know, I, I, I think that's the more likely scenario because there was that reluctance from Shane kind of starting out and then he and then he built up and he was all of a sudden that flip of the switch. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. I want to be with a team with you, Miz, and... I think I think that'd be a fun little little feud that they could they could have, and I think they'd have a pretty fun match at Mania too. So, I'd like to see them win the belts here. I'd like to see uh, see this story continue and check out what happens afterwards. Um, I think that's what will and what should happen. I think I'm I'm picking Shane and, and Miz to uh, to come out as the new champions and to continue this feud. Um, and honestly, I'm at the point where. I'm okay if the bar splits up. Uh, you know, I think that they have been the best tag team on the main roster since they formed. Um, other than the Usos, I guess. But, you know, I, they, they embraced that tag team from the, from, you know, from the get-go. You know, they, they had the whole, you know, tug of war thing and then and then and then they just jumped right in with the entrance and the attire and the, we're not, we don't just set the bar we are the bar and you know they've just continued to add to it and add to it and add to it and I, i'm ready for cesaro to break out and have that singles push that we've been asking for since 2014 i think <laughs> i mean we've been wanting him to have that that singles push for a long time i'd like to see these guys split up um have a, a little mini feud and then both kind of go their separate ways. Um, you know, I, I, I love both as competitors. Sheamus is, is, is great. Cesaro is amazing. Um, I, th- I think, uh, I think there's money in, in a, another little mini feud. We've seen it. We've seen it quite a bit. Um, I don't think we need to see it go on too long, but, um, I'd like to see, I'd like to see that happen. Um, I'd like to see Cesaro finally get that, that push that he deserves and, Maybe a maybe a nod at a world title run, or uh, you know, at least at least a, a a few matches with whoever the world champion is at that point. But I'd like to see I'd like to see that happen. I think the tag division is stacked enough. I think you already have got a tag teams on SmackDown that aren't being used, like a Gallus and Anderson, like a Sanity, even like a Primo and Epico. You know, I think that uh, as as deep as that tag roster is, I don't think you need. I don't think you need two individual great stars like Cesaro and Sheamus um, in there. You know, we've seen Cesaro in the tag teams. You know, we've seen him with Sheamus now for a while. We saw him with Tyson Kidd. We saw him with Swagger. You know, he was kings of wrestling before he was in WWE. You know, I mean, he's he's done it. I'd, I'd like to see him finally get that run as a uh, as a top single guy. And we were we were ready for it. We were ready for it right before he, they put him with the bar. You know, when he came back from injury. Back in 2016, he was over. You know, the crowd loved Cesaro, and they still do. You know, they still love Cesaro. Um, and I, I think that if anybody deserves it, it's Cesaro. Uh, you know, moving on, though. Um, go over these uh, these women's title matches that I am seriously looking forward to. I think both are going to be badass. Um, and there are so many directions that they can go in. With, uh, with 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 both of them and the women's rumble, um, so I guess I'll just start off with uh, Becky Lynch and Oscar. Um, I don't think I want Oscar to lose the title quite yet, um, but I don't wouldn't be upset if they did, you know, and I wouldn't be upset if Becky overcame Oscar and uh, was you know smacked that women's champion again, and then you know. Whatever happens, happens from there. Whatever you do in the Rumble, um, I think, I think this match is gonna be really, really good. I think that uh, you know, there's no one hotter in the business right now than Becky Lynch. You know, we all love her, and Oscar's great. She's amazing. You know, we've all we've all loved Oscar forever, I'm, and I'm super stoked that she's finally getting that run as champion on uh, on SmackDown. And I, I really selfishly don't want to see that end. You know, I I, I honestly. Uh, I would like to see, I would like to see Oscar keep the title for a little bit longer. Um, I'd like to see Becky, you know, lose maybe with a, with a schmaz finish of some kind or uh, or whatever, and, and then you know find her way in the Rumble. 
you know, I don't want to see Becky lose clean. You know, I don't want to see Becky tap. Um, maybe maybe Ronda runs out there and you know does something, or Charlotte does, or, or whatever, and then and then Becky finds her way in the Rumble, and then maybe she wins the Rumble, and then uh, finds her way against uh, Ronda of some kind or or, or whatever. But uh, you know, I think what I want to see happen is Oscar win and retain. Um, but I think, I think, I think it's safe to say Becky's going to win that belt back. Um, I'd like, to, I'd like to see Becky win the rumble and, and go face Ronda for the, for the women's title over on raw and get her on raw. But, um, I, I, I'd like to see Oscar keep the belt for a little bit longer. Um, moving on to the raw women's title match to talk about what I want to see and what I think will happen. Um, First of all, you know, like I said earlier, super happy that Sasha is is back in this, you know, in the mix and, uh, you know, getting some steam and getting to use, you know, getting used in, you know, an important feud. And, and, and my only wish is that they would have started it a little bit sooner and they, they didn't, you know, kind of just hot shot it over the last couple of weeks. And they've only had about three weeks of build. I would have loved if they could have... Uh, if they could have started it a little bit sooner, maybe have, maybe as, as far back as, as that, that gauntlet that they had, I think that that was, uh, was that the week of Christmas or maybe it's the New Year's week, I don't remember, but the one that Natty ended up winning and then faced Ronda the week after for the title, I think that I would have liked to see, you know, Sasha win that gauntlet and then have the two of them feud all the way up until now, up until the main, up until uh, the Royal Rumble. But, um, you know, I'm glad it's happening. Like I said, and I think it's going to be a really, really good match. Um, I, I, I would love, I would love for Sasha to win. Um, I don't think that's what's going to happen. Um, I think Ronda will inevitably retain. Although, um, how fun would it be if, uh, if maybe you know Becky did win the women's title and uh, came out and. Uh, returned the favor, gave her a receipt from last month at TLC and, and cost Ronda the women's title. And then Ronda went on to the Royal Rumble and Ronda won the Royal Rumble and then went to SmackDown and challenged Becky Lynch. Um, I think ultimately, no matter what happens, I want Ronda versus Becky at WrestleMania. I don't want Charlotte in there. I wouldn't be upset if she was, but I want Ronda, Becky one-on-one. That's what I want to see. Uh, as the main event of WrestleMania. There's no two superstars in the WWE or even really in the business other than Kenny Omega hotter than than Ronda and Becky Lynch. So I think that's the rightful, deserving main event of WrestleMania. Um, and whatever they have to do to get there is, is what I want to see. Um, but as far as Sasha and uh, Ronda goes, um, I, think, I think Ronda retains. I'd like to see Sasha win it and get some steam back on her and going to Mania as, as the women's champion on Raw. Um, as far as the women's Rumble goes, kind of like I alluded to, um, having either Becky or Ronda go in after losing um, and, and, and challenging the other is what I would like to see. Um, what I think will happen, I, I don't know, guys. I think it's kind of obvious that Charlotte's going to win this thing. Um, she is the Roman Reigns, the John Cena of the women's division. Um, and knowing WWE like I do, you know, Vince is giving us Sasha right now. Um, I, th- I think that it's kind of it's kind of the way that they gave us Punk for so long as champion, and then inevitably you got Cena versus The Rock as the main event of WrestleMania 29. I think <laughs> inevitably we're going to see Charlotte maybe maybe potentially face Ronda, and, and, and hopefully if that's the case, I hope it's it's a triple threat. You know, I don't want it to be a triple threat, but if they're going to have Charlotte in there, they need to have Becky in there too. You know, I need, it needs to be Becky, Ronda, Charlotte. So I think Charlotte's going to win. As far as surprises go um, in the match, uh, man, um, I think it'd be really cool to see Victoria um, come back and have a little bit of a, of a spot in there. Um, Maybe Eve Torres would be pretty cool. Uh, them being in Phoenix wouldn't be surprised at all to see the Bellas, at least one of them. 
uh, Nikki or Bree. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna predict Victoria as our uh, as our uh, surprise women's Royal Rumble entrant. Um, so what I think will happen is Charlotte's gonna win. Uh, what I'd like to see happen, Becky or uh, or Ronda find their way in there and then challenge the the other. Um, you know, I think the most likely scenario, this might be contradicting to what I said a bit ago, is maybe maybe Becky and uh, Charlotte and or Charlotte cost Ronda the women's title and uh, Sasha wins it. And then uh, Ronda goes in the Royal Rumble and uh, returns the favor over Charlotte and uh, somehow winds up getting to face Becky at WrestleMania. Maybe the three of them have that, that triple threat match. It's there. Um, I think it would be a really good match. I'd rather one-on-one -on -one Ronda and Becky, but... You know, we'll see, man. I think uh, Ronda or Charlotte, you know. What I think will happen is Charlotte. What I want to happen is Ronda. Moving over to the men's rumble, um, I, I mean, it's, I think it's Seth, you know. I think that's, I think that's the safe bet. Uh, not only is that what I think will happen, it's what I want to happen. Um, I think our Iron Man has a good chance of being Mustafa Ali. Uh, let me backtrack. Hold on, real quick. Um, I think our Iron Woman is going to be Bailey over on the on the women's side. Uh, but yeah, the Iron Man for the Royal Rumble. I think, uh, man, maybe maybe it'll be a little bit of uh, a Seth and Mustafa Ali. Maybe they have Seth go out there at one, two, three, or four, or one of those top five picks, and maybe he lasts the whole way, the whole way in, and uh, you know, kind of keeping with his uh, his kind of his Iron Man gimmick that he has. You know, the guy that goes out there and just goes, goes, goes all night. I think that'd be a great way to kind of put him over and solidify him as the top baby face on Raw. And, and uh, I think, you know, as far as what I want to happen and what I think will happen, I think it's Seth. Uh, any other dark horses that I could see coming out? Uh, maybe Drew McIntyre. Uh, I don't feel confident about that. I don't think they've done a really good job at keeping him... Uh, keeping him at, at a point where you could say, yeah, I could see Drew winning. Um, man, you know what I would I think would be a lot of fun is, is uh, one of the New, Get, New Day guys winning, and uh, specifically Kofi. I think if anybody deserves it, after all of his near misses in the Rumbles over the years, I think Kofi winning would be a lot of fun. Uh, he won't, obviously, but how, how fun would it be to have uh, kind of uh, a New Day, you know, challenging against Daniel Bryan as uh, as kind of a, something unique and different and and, uh, and creative that we really haven't seen before. You know, kind of a free bird rule world title. Um, yeah, maybe that's not the main event going into WrestleMania. That'd be a really cool stopgap, though, for uh, for an elimination chamber or a fast lane. Um, but you know, how how cool would it be to at least see Kofi in the final four? Um, and that's where his Rumble save occurs. Is if he makes it to the final four and and has a really cool, you know, you know, near miss. But yeah, Seth, Seth freaking Rollins, Seth, he's my guy. You know, I mean, that's, I don't think there's anybody I enjoy watching right now more than Seth Rollins. So him winning, going on to Mania, and, uh, and getting that universal title, that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, I think that's what we're going to see. So moving into the final two matches, the, uh, the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship. I think I'll start with the WWE Championship. Um, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, man, this is uh, this is going to be the best one that they've had so far, I think. Um, Bryan's character is on another level, guys. <laughs> uh, I don't know if anybody saw the, uh, uh, the the little segment he had at the uh, the WWE shop that they have at, at, the, at Chase Field where he's going around, he's throwing leather jackets around, and he's he's ripping up teddy bears, and he's he's shooting on you know the consumerism and all that. And, you know they've got so much heat on this feud right now. Uh, I think my only complaint is that the WWE Championship seems like it's kind of taking a back seat to it, but um, I am really enjoying Brian's Brian's character. And again, kind of a what I think will happen and what I want to happen. Brian retains somehow, uh, moves on from AJ. What we see from AJ from here, who knows? Uh, I'm definitely intrigued, but I think uh, I think we're gonna see Brian. Um, retain and go into Mania as the champion, and uh, you know, God, who knows what uh, what he, what program he's going to be involved in. 
Um, I mean, I'd love to see him and Ray. I don't know that they would do that, but I did see a report that Brian wants a mask versus title match. So, you know, then, you know, talk about a dream match. Ray Mysterio and Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. That's something that I never thought we'd see. So, I mean, that, that could be fun. Um, trying to think of anything else that I, I, I would conceivably, I could conceivably see happen. Um, I really don't know. I, um, you know, maybe a, a baby face Randy Orton. I don't know that I really want to see that. That sounds less than desirable, but, uh, you know, I, I, it's really, it's really, uh, it's really tough to predict where they're going to go with the WWE championship going into WrestleMania. Um, you know, maybe Seth Rollins wins, the Royal Rumble, and then he goes to SmackDown, and he challenges Daniel Bryan. Uh, I don't think that'll happen. I think that's less likely. I don't know that I really want that, although I would definitely be excited for uh, Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins. be different. It'd be something that we haven't really seen before, um, especially, you know, having the Royal Rumble winner go to SmackDown. I know I know, Oscar did that on the women's side last year, but I haven't seen that on the men's side so in a while, in a long time. So um, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, as far as surprises go in the Men's Royal Rumble, did I say that? I don't think I did. I think Velveteen Dream from NXT, um, I know I'm kind of going off the, off the rails here. It's my first time, guys. Give me a break. Um, I think Velveteen Dream from NXT, I think Matt Riddle would be a lot of fun. I think Abyss would be super fun, um, if the reports are true that he's signing with WWE. Um, I don't think he's going to be the, uh, I don't think he's going to be in, uh, the uh, you know a full time role or anything like that, but you know have him go out there, have him give him one shot as Abyss, give him uh, give him a little spot there. I think that'd be a lot of fun. It'd be a really cool moment for uh, for anybody that was big on TNA back in the day and uh, you know, stayed through with Impact uh, through today. Uh, not that I have, but it'd be a lot of fun. Um, but you know back back to Brian and AJ. Um, I think this is going to be the best match in the series that they had. I look for this to be the last one in the series that they've had. And uh, I think I think Brian's going to retain. I think he should. I think that they should keep going with what they've got. Um, they got something special with him right now. Um, he's really, really good. Uh, it's the best mic work he's done. He, I think he's untouchable right now. And you know, AJ's had his run as champion. I think it's time for him to move on. And whatever he does, who knows? Um, I could see him and Orton having a match at Mania. I think that'd be a pretty fun match. Um, and uh, if we're so lucky and uh, one Kenny Omega does sign with WWE, I know that's what he wants is a match with AJ at Mania. Um, man, that's that, that's on my wish list. Although I think I think we can all agree that Omega's going to be going to, uh, to AEW, as he should, um, as he should. But... Moving on to the to the match, I think that I'm looking forward to the most as far as the Royal Rumble goes, other than the Royal Rumble matches, and that's Finn versus Brock. Um, what I think will happen, I think Brock is just going to win. Um, I think it's going to be a hard fought match on Finn's part, and uh, I don't I don't I don't think for one second that Finn is going to win this match, but I do think that he's going to come out of it um, much better than he is going into it. And uh, I think he's going to bust his ass. He's going to bump around. He's going to fly around. And, uh, you know, I think, I think he's going to come out of this looking, looking a lot better than he did going into it. Um, I'm really, really glad that they got him going over the last month or so. Um, you know, pretty much all of last year, he's just kind of toiled around doing, you know, forgettable match after forgettable match and forgettable feud after forgettable feud. And uh, for them to finally get him going, and for him to you know be getting wins on Raw, and, and for him to be involved in a match like this, you know, hope, hope, hopefully that he comes out of this in a way that he can continue that momentum and at least be you know used prominently from here on out. So what I think will happen, yeah, like I said, uh, Brock, Brock's gonna win. What I would like to see happen. And I'll and I'll and I'll expand on that just other than him winning because that's what I would like to see happen. I would like to see him win. I'd like to see him win the match, whether that's you know however that happens. Maybe maybe a surprise demon appearance does happen. I don't. He's he's come out and he said he's not going to do that, but 
maybe he's steering us in the wrong direction and maybe maybe we do see the demon and maybe we do see him come out and uh, and beat Brock as a demon or maybe he is the mortal Finn Balor and and uh, you know is that he just won't quit won't give up he knows this is his only opportunity and maybe you see a little bit of a run-in from Braun Strowman and Braun costs Brock the universal title and Finn Finn finally gets that back after after having to drop it so long ago, and uh, and then and then you can and if, if they really want to do Braun and Brock, they can move that to uh, WrestleMania and have that be just a, a standalone attraction match and kind of have Brock do the honors for Braun and then he can go off into the sunset and do his UFC. Um, and then what I want to see from Finn afterwards. Um, Maybe he gets. Maybe he defends it against Braun at the next pay per view, um, and uh, and they do that, and he gets another big win, and um, I would like to see Finn turn heel. I would like to see Gallows and Anderson come over from SmackDown. Now, however you do that, you know, maybe you can do a, uh, maybe maybe they're free agents of some kind, and. And you know they didn't want to re-sign with SmackDown because they weren't being used, so they they decided to sign with Raw, and and uh, and they're they're coming out to help their buddy Finn, and maybe they help him beat Braun, and, and it's kind of this big like whoa like that was kind of a heelish thing to do, and, and maybe they don't maybe they kind of tease it, you know they don't they don't just outright say you know he's the bad guy now maybe it's kind of a a moment of hesitation of you know I don't want to do this, but hey look I got to take advantage of it and. Hits the coup de gras, and that's how he beats Braun, and, and they kind of tease that for a few weeks, and then you know you see Seth kind of come out and say, "Hey man, what the hell? You know what are you doing? You're, you know, I I want to challenge you for the Universal Title at WrestleMania because I respect you, and because we had a hell of a match at SummerSlam a few years ago, and I think I want another shot at you, and I want another shot at the Universal Title, and uh, and then and then that's when you have Gallows and Anderson come out and they turn." And they go full heel, and you have the Balor Club as his heel raw faction, and uh, and and then from there you can have him go and say, you know, you know, Finn says I I was the first Universal Champion, and because of Seth Rollins, kayfabe, but because of Seth Rollins, I had to I had to because of his carelessness and his recklessness, I had to drop the title the next night. I never actually lost, and I never got a true true rematch for this title and and it cost me almost a year of my career and it cost me the universal title and I will do anything I can to keep this championship and that's and that includes signing with my buddies Gallows and Anderson and and, and we run raw now we're on top we're we're the guys that you have to beat and and, and I will do anything to keep this and, and I will be damned if if I'm gonna lose this title again because of Seth Rollins, and and then you have those you have the Balor Club feud Rollins going into WrestleMania, uh, where Seth you know finally finally overcomes and wins the Universal Title, and and you have Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, and then I think I I mean, as much as I think Seth and Brock would be a really good main event or you know, co-main event, summer main event, whatever you want to call it. There's gonna be so many of them this year, I'm sure. Um, I think I think Finn and Seth at WrestleMania, um, man, I think that's a, a far more intriguing match in my opinion. And, and it, you know, it gets Gallows and Anderson on Raw, and it, it gets them, you know, back in the fold as far as being used consistently, and it gets another good tag team on Raw. There aren't a whole lot of them over there, you know. So uh, I think uh, I think that's what I want to see. I know it won't happen. Obviously, that's just that's just me sitting here in my armchair booking, but. Uh, you know, I think that'd be a fun, fun little story and program going into WrestleMania this year. Um, but yeah, look for Brock to win. Look for it to be a great match. Look for Finn to come out of it looking, looking a lot better than he did going into it. I think, uh, I think Finn's done a great job of, uh, and they've done a great job. WWE's done a great job of, of getting Finn kind of, uh, kind of going again. And you know, if anything, if it's anything like the match with AJ and the match with Daniel Bryan that Brock had last couple of years. Finn's gonna come out of it looking looking like a million bucks, and uh, you know, hopefully he uh, he can enter into a good program at Mania, you know, whatever that is. You know, I've seen rumors of maybe uh, a Demon Undertaker match, or uh, you know, I I would like to see Finn and Triple H go at it. 
Um, you know, I think that'd be a fun little, you know, Triple H just got cleared to train again, and uh, you know he's going to want to wrestle at Mania. So, um, and they, they, you know, had him on there a little bit, and they've, they've kind of got the whole Vince doesn't really believe in Finn, and uh, I think a Finn-Triple H uh, match and feud going into Mania would be a lot of fun. You know, Demon Finn going up against the game, this, you know, the King of Kings, you know, that, and th- those entrances, those would be badass. So, uh, you know. Looking forward to it. I think that's the match I'm looking forward to the most this weekend. Even I think, out of all of it, um, out of out of out of everything, you know, I think I think we're we're in for a, a hell of a weekend. I think we're in for uh, quite a quite a quite a good couple of nights of some wrestling. You know, um, one thing that did just pop into my mind. I keep I keep going back to this men's rumble. I think I might have brushed over it too quickly. Um, there is no way. There's no way that R-Truth is going to be the, the 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 last guy to come out, number 30. I mean, if they have R-Truth just come out at 30 and that's it, that is a wasted opportunity. Whether they have him be number 30 for the Women's Rumble instead of Mel and he runs out and everyone's like, what are you doing, Truth? Or, uh, or uh, you know, he gets attacked in the back or, you know, maybe by a Bray Wyatt or maybe by a Kevin Owens. Um I I, th- I think that uh, I think that they're gonna do something fun with truth, and uh, I'm looking forward to whatever whatever that is. Um, I think uh, I think it, I think I think we'll have a lot of fun with it. But uh, like I said, it looks like it's gonna be a good couple uh, couple of nights of some wrestling. I'm excited. Uh, we've got we've got what about eight hours of, of wrestling ahead of us. So uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what uh, what fun twists and turns they 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 provide. I, all I hope, all I hope is that they're uh, a little bit creative and we don't just get status quo. You know, we don't just see, you know, Charlotte win the Rumble, you know, Seth win the Rumble, you know, no surprises. I think that, uh, I just want to see some creativity with it this year. And uh, I think, I think they have a lot of opportunity to do that um, on the men's and women's side. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're starting to kick off the road to WrestleMania. It's a fun time. It's the best time of the year. It always is. And, uh, you know, hopefully we, uh, we get some surprises, we get some fun moments, we get some great wrestling. And, uh, I think, I think that, uh, I think, it, I think it could be the best rumble, um, pay-per-view just as a pay-per-view that we, we've had got in, in quite a while. Uh, usually they're pretty good, but, uh, this card looks, looks impressive and I'm, I'm excited for it. And, uh, you know, I'm so glad they're doing the women's Royal Rumble now, you know, not just because they deserve it, which they do, but because, you know, as a fan, getting to see two Royal Rumble matches every year, you know, it's it's such a fun, such a fun event. Um, getting two of them is, is is it's a treat, and uh, it feels they both feel special. And uh, you know, I've been uh, watching all of the Rumbles leading up to to, to tonight or tomorrow night, rather, as I'm recording this tomorrow night. Uh, I have a few left that I want to watch. Some of the early ones I haven't checked out yet, but. Uh, uh, you know, I'm excited. It's, it's you know, my favorite pay-per-view of the year, uh, as it is a lot of others. Um, and uh, I'm excited to see how the stadium looks. Um, excited. As, hopefully that crowd's hot. Hopefully uh, hopefully they're into it. Hopefully uh, hopefully we, we have a, a fun night of wrestling, and it's uh, a creative way to kick off the road to WrestleMania, and, uh, and they do some uh, interesting and intriguing things. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we just get some some good wrestling. That's all I want. I just want uh, good wrestling and creative storylines. Um, you know, I've gone I've gone a little bit over an hour. I think that's where I'm gonna wrap it up for the day. Uh, I think uh, I'm excited. You know, hopefully, if you guys made it all the way to the end, uh, if, if you even checked it out, um, thank you. Uh, if you uh, if you can, you know, give me a shout out, or if you can give me. Uh, uh, you know, follow on Twitter. I'm at that wrestle pod. Um, you know, share me, let me know what you thought. Give me some feedback. Let me know. Uh, I want this to be interactive. If people are gonna, if people are gonna listen to it and, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what this can become. And, uh, yeah, you know, bear with me. This is the first time I'm doing it. I know that there were some rough moments. Um, I just wanted to get the first one out of the way and, uh, and uh, I'm, 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 I'm truly, truly excited to be doing this. So uh, thank you for uh, checking it out if you did. 
thank you for following me on Twitter. Uh, I will be getting a Facebook up. It'll be that wrestling podcast or wrestling pod, however, um, however I choose to, to set it up. Uh, once I get all that going, I'll be promoting it. And uh, you know, thanks for thanks for checking me out. If you did, thanks for sharing me. If you did, and uh, I will see you guys next week. Bye.